Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that gives you just one transcendent page of Talmud every day. Today's page isn't an easy one. It's Tractate Shabbat 12a. But there was one paragraph in there that struck me as kind of strange in a meaningful, provocative kind of way. And I'll read it to you. We learned in the Mishnah, one may not shake his clothes on Shabbat to rid them of lice, and one may not read a book by candlelight so that he will not come to adjust the wick of the lamp. A dilemma was raised before the sages. Does this mean that one may not shake his clothes even during the day due to the concern lest he kill the louse that he finds in his clothing? And our Mishnah is in accordance with the opinion of Rabbi Eliezer? As it was taught in a Baraita that Rabbi Eliezer said, one who kills a louse on Shabbat, even though it is a very small creature, it is as if he killed a camel, and there is no difference in the severity of the prohibition. Now, this struck me as an innately odd thing to say. I understand why you say, oh, you know, don't shake your clothes on Shabbat lest you kill a louse, because, you know, that is a labor that is prohibited on Shabbat. But then the Talmud goes an extra step and says, killing a louse is just like killing a camel. The lives of these two creatures, as far as this prohibition is concerned, is equal. And this strikes me as a really good opportunity to think in general about a dilemma that I share with my guest today, my friend, this show's producer, Rabbi Josh Cross. Hello. Shalom. How are you? I'm good for being quarantined and cooking like a madman in my house, yeah. It's the cooking that I want to talk to you about because you and I both share uh, two qualities that seemingly may sound or feel totally contradictory. On the one hand, uh, we're passionate about animals and, and we try to do our best to sort of be mindful of, of what we eat and how we treat the environment. On the other end, what's in your oven right now? Chicken. We both love meat. We both consume a lot of it. And so when we read in the page today that on Shabbat, killing a louse is just like killing a camel. In other words, that the life of one animal may not be differentiated from the life of another animal just because one is small and the other is large and consequential. When you look at your cute dog, Oscar, lying on your couch right now, how do you explain to him the fact that there is another animal in the oven? Frankly... It's not me explaining to him, it's Oscar explaining to me that he would much rather have the duck that I made the other <laughs> night than some vegetables or some other nonsense that I gave him. But seriously, though, how do we reconcile this thing? I know this is a question you've thought often about. I mean, if we're completely intellectually honest with ourselves, it's kind of hard to draw that line anywhere, and we just have to recognize that we are a flawed group of people. Really... If at all possible, and from a sane perspective, if I was to follow my morals to their logical end, I would be a vegan. I am not a vegan by any stretch of the measure because I try to do the best that I can in any given situation within what is reasonable for survival in my life. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be a little bit difficult. I, I do think that the Talmud gives us not only the problem, but also the solution. But he's saying, I'm, I, I try to do the best that I can. But, you know, there, there are plenty of alternatives now to meat. There's the Impossible Burger, the Beyond Meat Burger. You could eat very well without eating animals, and yet we choose to. Dive deeper. And, and I agree with you completely. Morally, there is really no defense for it, because if you love animals, then, you know, you should treat your dog just the same as you do a cow. 
Well, I will say for a lot of the things that my children like eating the most, and there is probably some health prevention about maintaining one's sanity while arguing with one's children, we have tried to implement anything new that comes out to help replace it. If I could go and give them the pork carnitas, since I'm not kosher, that they, my kids so desperately want every once in a while with Beyond Pork, I'm going to try it at least once. First of all, I like to eat, so I will eat vegan stuff just as soon as I'll, especially if it's good. So I think it's important to try those things, but also recognize that this is what we're here to do, sort of. What do you mean by this is what we're here to do? I'm never going to eat a louse. I probably am never going to eat a camel, although I have seen that recipe about a Bedouin wedding where you take a camel and shove it with a sheep with a donkey and whatever else inside. It sounds like the best turducken ever invented. Right, the cam, cam sheep goat. Yeah, exactly. So that aside, I'm never likely to eat either because that is not something that is a part of my culture. And I don't think anybody eats lice. But what I mean when I say this is what we're here to do is that we've evolved to eat meat and not only evolved to eat it, but to fundamentally desire meat down to our DNA. It's part of the human-animal programming. Honestly, practically speaking, there's really only so much my rational programming is going to be able to overcome my reptile brain. Like, And at the same time, we have only so much emotional energy and willpower, especially now with all this stress. Those are particularly in short supply. So honestly, I recognize that it may, to some extent, be a moral shortcoming to eat animals. But that, damn it, like any other thing I probably shouldn't do, I'm doing my best to overcome my programming. The reminder that any animal is just as worthy of respect as any other, including humans, perhaps, is definitely a helpful reminder to be mindful as we eat. Did that make sense? Yeah, and I think the beauty of today's page is precisely in its refusal to actually pursue the inner logic of what it's saying past the point of stating it. Here's what I mean by that. The Talmud tells us today, look, when it's Shabbat, when it's our holiest day, we must stop and remind ourselves that a life is a life, that the life of a louse is just the same as the life of a camel. And if you take one, it is as if you've taken the other, which is, of course, the kind of logic and repercussion that we ought to carry with ourselves every other day of the week, even when it's not Shabbat. However, as we know from the Talmud, there are very strict rules pertaining to what we can and cannot eat and in what manner ought we to slaughter these animals and, and consume them and, and offer them to the Lord. Uh, the Talmud is very far from asking us to give up all meat. Uh, it is just reminding us that in this one moment, uh, in this one period of the week where we stop and take stock of all of creation, that we remember that the louse and the camel are alike. And even if when Shabbat is over, even if when the week resumes, even if when life returns to normal, we choose to continue and eat meat and, and pursue all these ways of life that aren't always as mindful as they ought to have been towards animals, towards the environment, still, in the back of our minds, there ought to be this one kernel of reckoning that says, a life is a life is a life, Treat it with respect. And if you choose to eat meat, at least try to do it in this mindful fashion. Yeah, I mean, I think that's what makes the most sense. You know, Passover's coming, and if I'm going to roast the leg of lamb so that I have my shank bone and everything else, I need to think about what that animal sacrificed and went through for me. May we all continue to enjoy our meat deliciously and responsibly. Josh Cross, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. 
This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Magazine. If you enjoyed this show, please go rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly section of Reading Dafyomi. I'm your host, Leah Leibowitz. Our producer is Josh Cross. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash take one or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic, and we'll see you again soon. Take one.